water. He inhaled it and wiped his salt and pepper hair from his face. He pointed inside the book. Look at this picture of a mermaid from Clear Springs long ago. A woman with ivory teeth and long brown hair leaned against an unusually curved palm tree near the river. The black and white picture was at least forty years old. The woman's hair flowed down to her mermaid fin, and her skin was the color of alabaster. There were several paragraphs on a photographer named Peter Luce, who had made the park famous with his pictures. The initials P. Luce were at the bottom of all his pictures and postcards. Imogene turned her nose up at the picture in the book that Jackson had brought for the trip. It featured isolated and less-known destinations throughout the state of Florida, with a fascinating section on Clear Springs Park. Imogene asked, Is Maribel the mermaid meeting us here? She took a picture of the nubby, exposed cypress tree roots, known as cypress knees, beyond the wooden walkway. Three flamingos waited in the shallow water. Yes, she is, eventually, Billy said, pointing the way to the ticket booth. In order to get Agnes to leave her house and travel with them, Jackson and Billy had to plan a big trip. Mermaids and theme parks convinced her. However, both the boys were keen to see the mermaids and how the sisters would react to them. Already, Agnes had taken to calling them women fish, smirking each time she said it. Jackson walked in between the sisters and said, They made a lot of movies here at Clear Springs back when you were young. They called this place Hollywood East because they made so many films here. Tarzan, James Bond, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Smokey and the Bandit, and all sorts of television shows. The water's so clear here that in spots you can see 80 feet below the surface. The springs in Clear River pump over 500 million gallons of water every day. That water is what the mermaids drink. Bull, Imogene said, peering at her son-in-law over her white-rimmed sunglasses. Agnes stepped ahead of them. She wore a print dress and running shoes because at 78 years old, she said her bones hurt as much as Imogene's. Well, sister, I've never seen a woman fish, and I won't miss this chance. They may not be ready for Agnes Deal Davis, but I guarantee you I'm ready for them. They're not ready for Imogene Deal McGregor, either. But that long car ride has put a hurtin' on my arthritis, so slow yourself down, Agnes. Imogene's limp was more pronounced after the long hours in the car. When she walked, her right leg swung like the clapper in a bell. Come on, Imogene. We have to find those women who can breathe in the water. Even though Agnes was older, the two women were more like twins. Jackson had heard the tales and seen the two interacting, always egging each other on a new adventure or idea. And if one needed convincing of something, the other was sure to oblige. Bull! Agnes, you don't believe women can breathe in the water? Imogene straightened her floppy sun hat and looked overhead as a gray heron skimmed the tall trees, its enormous beak pointing toward the river. Agnes grinned and then winked at Jackson. You'll believe it soon enough, sister. Mama said there'd be sights and wonders. Agnes stopped at the water fountain and let Imogene catch up. Jackson bought tickets at the booth for all of them. The attendant handed him the schedule for riding the glass-bottom boats and the itinerary for the mermaid convention. He looked at his watch. Last boat ride of the day starts in ten minutes. If we hurry, we can make it. Jackson pocketed the tickets and shuffled the group through the gates. Jackson says we gotta hoof it if we're gonna make the boat ride, sister. Agnes waved Imogene onward. Agnes's thick glasses magnified her eyes and made her look like she wanted to take in the whole world between each blink. 
Billy was one of Agnes's favorites, and not just because he had been taking the sisters on trips together since he graduated from nursing school. Jackson figured it was because of the care Billy gave to Imogene. Jackson knew that anyone who cared as much for family as Billy did was a great catch. Jackson felt like he had won the lottery by falling in love with Billy. He watched the sisters scooting over the wooden footbridge, leading the charge toward the boat dock. Agnes swung her purse around and said, Where's my nephew? Billy, where'd you get to? If you're checking your confounded blood pressure, I swear I'll stroke out dead just to teach you. A giant peacock strutted over the path at the far end of the wooden bridge and disappeared behind a thicket of blue hydrangeas. Imogene dug through her purse and retrieved a handkerchief. She whispered, Agnes, I thought he'd drive me crazy in the car. He tried to make me check my sugar every twenty minutes from Tuscaloosa to Gainesville. It's only cause he loves you, sister. You've got a good son. He cares too much, but some don't care at all. I think what made him peculiar toward his health was Virgil dying so early on.